You are Locked On Fantasy, your daily NFL fantasy podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Lockdown Fantasy Football Podcast. As usual, I'm your host, Vinny Iron. When I'm not doing this, I'm writing about NFL and fantasy football for SportingNews.com. Come to the site. We're getting you ready. Cheat sheets, rankings, sleepers, busts. I do just now have my rookie updated rankings there, as well as my snake draft strategy game plan here. So those two articles are up. We talked about them in detail here on the last two Shows on Lockdown Fantasy Football. Now we're going to look at a quarterback rankings update. We're going to check back in to see the landscape of this position. I did a overall reality quarterback rankings there for you at Sporting News. You can check those out. This is going to be fantasy-oriented here, of course, what we do on Lockdown Fantasy Football. So we'll go in, look at the QB1s, QB2s, maybe some outliers beyond that that could sneak in to have much greater value than where they're currently ranked and where they're going in drafts in terms of average draft position. So doing this for redraft uh, season-long leagues, we'll break this position down for you, see who's rising, who's falling, where you can identify the sleepers, and where you can avoid the bust. This episode, I have to tell you, is brought to you by Peacock and Williamson here, uh, our sister show. NFL analyst Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson host Lockdown's Peacock and Williamson every Monday through Friday. Brian Mack, giving the national perspective all around the NFL, covering all the latest news inside of every game, team, and move. Get your picks, previews, and much more every weekday at the Peacock and Williamson Podcast. Part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. All right, let's uh, dive in, shall we, and look at the quarterback rankings. And we'll start at the top, good place to start, and we'll develop and look at the expert consensus rankings on fantasy pros why we use this in general is it gives us an idea of what the industry is thinking as a whole because we don't like to trust any one site whether it's yahoo or espn or cbs sports or or, or even sporting news we want to look at what the industry is thinking as a whole because that gives you your average draft position where players in general are ranked here and uh, that'll help you kind of uh, configure your rankings personally by knowing what everyone else is thinking as a composite. So we'll use that going forward. We do that here all the time at uh, Locked on Fantasy Football when it comes to the preseason ranking. So let's look at tier number one in our first segment. Uh, Number one, not a surprise here, Patrick Mahomes. And Patrick Mahomes, when you look at the average scoring from last year, other than Dak Prescott, who didn't get in there, he was the regular quarterback that performed the best. He missed a little time as well. But looking at Patrick Mahomes... Special, he's the most consistent, he's the most reliable with the least deviation you can expect. So he's right on there with his ADP, ranked number one. Patrick Mahomes comes in, uh, not a surprise there. But why Mahomes, again, he's Mr. Reliable. You know he's going to put up the big numbers. They may go up and down a little bit from the touchdown perspective, but the yardage is going to be there. He's got the massive talent, massive offense, opportunity. Everything with Andy Reid, the weapons are still intact, and I think they could actually get better without Sammy Watkins here in the mix with uh, Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill leading the So, no-brainer, Patrick Mahomes, that's easy one at number one. Number two was a debate between Josh Allen and Kyler Murray. The other one finished third here. 
and that makes sense. Uh, Josh Allen comes in at number two in a big season for Buffalo last year. And just everything he did, throwing the ball downfield, using Stephon Diggs, better receiving core, and now they've upgraded with Emmanuel Sanders in the mix to add to the depth. Gabriel Davis should see a bigger role. They'll find something more out of tight end, I think, as well. They might want to run the ball a little bit more efficiently this year, but overall, you're looking at uh, the Bills' offense predicated on what Allen can do as a passer and runner. So, very high volume as a passer and can deliver there. The running game still a little bit inconsistent, whether it's uh, Devin Singletary or Zach Moss. That also means Allen has to be still involved there as a runner and score. He's a big freight train in the red zone as well. So remember what Cam Newton was? Well, this is Josh Allen uh, taking that to a whole new level here with more consistency, not just a one-year flash here the way Newton was in his 2015 MVP season. You have Allen here to stay after his 2020 breakout season. Kyler Murray's next. I think the biggest difference that separates Allen Murray, I know Murray is more effective as a runner, but he could scale that back a little bit. And Allen, maybe, and Murray are equal in that aspect. And Allen has a little bit of an edge throwing to wide receivers and the passing game and all that. Kyler Murray has helped, though. DeAndre Hopkins is like his Stefan Diggs. He's now got A.J. Green, who should have more of an impact than you think. Some pretty good depth at receiver, even if you don't have Larry Fitzgerald there. So you could look at... Christian Kirk, Andy Isabella, they have some potential tight end. We know that they're going to get Chase Edmonds out of the backfield quite a bit involved in the passing game. So, good running team at heart. They want to run a little bit less. That could affect Murray's value overall because we know rushing yards that translate a little bit better to fantasy production than passing yards at, at that uh, 1 for 10 rate versus 1 for 25. So, that's something to keep in mind that Murray doesn't want to be known as a running quarterback, but that said, Cliff Kingsbury doesn't want to rein in that element because it's a big part of what the Cardinals do. But Allen, I think the passing overall and still keep maintaining the running is what keeps him number two over Kyler Murray. So no surprise there, Mahomes, Allen, Murray, that's very similar to what we saw with the production last year. Now, Lamar Jackson, he keeps rising up the boards here. I know there's a little bit of an issue with the COVID situation that was frustrating for fantasy football managers last year that Jackson's availability was not there at times but you look at uh, last year still rebounded in good shape the rushing yards fell off by about 200 there 1206 to 1005 but still scored seven the biggest difference was the 10 fewer passing touchdowns there dropped from 36 to 26 so there's a projection here that Lamar Jackson is fourth that people expect him to rebound so Lamar Jackson again the running baseline is huge Mahomes doesn't have it, but he gets it done with other ways, with the touchdowns and the big yardage. Allen, Murray, and Jackson all kind of need it in their games here. So when you look at that, definitely you're looking at Lamar Jackson on the chance for a big rebound. They invested a lot in wide receiver, including Sammy Watkins, who's had a great camp so far to help Hollywood Brown. Hollywood Brown on the shelf a little bit with the hamstring, but you got Watkins. You still have Mark Andrews. You have the rookie first-round pick Rashad Bateman, Tylen Wallace. So much so that some of these younger guys like James Prochet and Miles Boykin are being kind of phased out of this offense. Here, Jackson still runs at a high level. I think J.K. Dobbins is going to help the overall success of this running game as well. He's more dynamic, explosive, as well as the reliable power back Gus Edwards. So, and Jackson might be surprised here. We had one, two, three, and that made a lot of sense. But Lamar Jackson, certainly deserving. I think everyone looks at his numbers being more resembling of the 2019 MVP season than 2020. I think you split the difference somewhere in between. The rushing production is going to stay high. That alone keeps him very valuable.
But I think the passing also rebounds here with better overall weapons that he can trust away from Hollywood Brown and Mark Andrews. All right, so there's your top tier. Those are your top four. Not a big change there. There's some more developments in the next couple tiers. We'll break those down for you in our next segment. Then we'll finally look at uh, some deep cuts here and uh, see how they're doing versus ADP and uh, risers, fallers there that you can try to find some sleeper value. So we'll do that in our final two segments. I do have to tell you, this episode is also brought to you by rockauto.com. With ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now possible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer? Choose the only brand their warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home in your pocket. Save time and money when using rockauto.com. Why you spend 30, 50, even 100% more of the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. They have everything you can need. Brake parts, tail lamps, Motorola, and even a carpet. I was looking for a side mirror cover for my Ford C-Max. I needed a middle console thing for my Honda Accord. They had it. You just search and you'll find it. Discover your own car part needs. Discover how Rock Auto can help and share with everyone that you know. Go to explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car, truck, right locked in there. How did you hear about us box that you know that we sent you? Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Find them at rockauto.com. We'll be right back here to break down the next uh, wave of uh, quarterbacks here to look at in the expert consensus rankings 2021 redraft fantasy football leagues. All right, let's pick up the show where we left off. So recapping real quick, the expert rankings in a row have a separate tier for Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Kyler Murray, and Lamar Jackson, quarterback. We continue with Dakota Prescott, Rain Dakota Prescott, also known as Dak. He comes in number five. He was having a destructive season last year before he got destroyed there with the ankle injury against the Giants, unfortunately. But he was off to being the number one scorer in fantasy football there. Why? The Cowboys' defense wasn't very good. Great weapons all around between Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, and one uh, rising star in CeeDee Lamb. And now you have Blake Jarwin back. He could be a factor. Dalton Schultz also a tight end. Tony Pollard was a factor catching the ball to help Ezekiel Elliott out of the backfield. A lot of weapons. Third year with Kellen Moore. Second year with Mike McCarthy. Again, this defense still has a lot left to be desired. They're not going to be the backbone of this team by any means. They're going to have to open things up, score. Elliott's slowing down a little bit. Their offensive line, not the same run-blocking unit was. A lot is going to be on Dak coming back. The only question is this shoulder injury that popped up in camp. As long as that checks out, we're okay with Dak Prescott. Uh, number five makes a lot of sense. He's going to give you that rushing production and a few touchdowns as well, on top of the high passing volume and production that comes with those elite weapons. Russell Wilson is number six. He's dropping a little bit, I think, in... in I don't know if that should be the case. I think they'll diversify this passing game a little bit more, involve a third receiver, whether it's Dwayne Eskridge or Freddie Swain or Penny Hart or someone else behind uh, Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf. They'll throw to Gerald Everett at tight end more. The new coordinator, uh, Shane Waldron, comes from the Rams. So there's more diversity in this passing game. I don't necessarily mean that'll add to more production. Keep that in mind. It could be spraying the ball out a little bit more, so maybe a little of less dependence on Lock and Metcalf. We can open things up. can allow the Seahawks actually to be a little bit more balanced in the running game. Spread things around. So Wilson, I would be buyer beware. He's just a tough guy right now, even in a new offense, knowing that he can have a big early part of the season and fade hard. 
That's been kind of the M.O. for Russell Wilson in past offenses. Maybe they'll change for a little bit more consistency. But he's a guy that I would go a little buyer beware here. Because in the end, I think the Seahawks want to run. Still, even though there's no Daryl Bevel or Brian Schottenheimer, both of those guys are in Jacksonville. And they'll try to get the production there. Looking at it. The next guy on the list, this guy is uh, rising up a little bit. I think his ADP was a little lower. Aaron Rodgers. People were a little proceeding with caution, not knowing if he was going to play with the Packers. That's not a concern anymore. This could be the last season, but it doesn't matter for this purpose. Aaron Rodgers was a top three, top four quarterback scorer last year. So he drops to number seven. He represents our best value right now. We talked about that a little bit in the draft plan. You're looking for guys that are going to well overcome where they are. Aaron Rodgers not as great as a value last year when everyone was kind of overlooking him and thinking he was a borderline, even a QB1, QB2, but still good value to be had with Aaron Rodgers. Now, Justin Herbert, I'm not sure they're where you want to go. I mean, they do have some nice plans for him, this Joe Lombardi offense. He's right there at number eight where he finished last year in the rankings. I like it, but you could have a sophomore slump. There's a transition to a new offense regardless from Anthony Lynn and Shane Steichen to Joe Lombardi. So, we have to see, is Mike Williams or Josh Palmer, the rookie, are they going to step up and help with no Hunter Henry? You don't really have all the big options. Austin Eckler, a lot of out of the backfield. So I'd be a little bit wary with Herbert. He was a great value because no one had him on the draft radar. We took him after week one when uh, Tyrod Taylor was hurt. So Herbert uh, exceeded all expectations last year. But this is pretty high expectations to expect that he, in his second year, will stay relevant at number eight. The next... Uh, player on the list is uh, Tom Brady. Tom Brady comes in and look, he had a big year last year. Everything is intact for Tom Brady. So I think he's a bit undervalued here when you look at his scoring potential at number nine. I think I would consider him maybe more than Wilson and Herbert. And I think there's a case that he will put up more touchdowns with Rodgers, with Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, maybe fully healthy, Antonio Brown for a full season, all those tight ends. Look, they can run the ball in Tampa. They have a pretty good defense, but they're going to light it up. They're, they could be one of those historic scoring offenses. So Tom Brady is one of the best values on the board here at number nine. And, uh, again, if you draft him a little earlier, I would not argue with that, and I would expect him to go earlier in a few drafts. The next player we look at at number 10 on the Fantasy Pros Expert Consensus Rankings, almost getting to the end of the QB ones, according to the industry, is Ryan Tannehill. He stays status quo. I, I think what you see with Ryan Tannehill is you can see the direct path to the production from last year because Julio Jones replaces Corey Davis. Anthony Ferkser replaces Jody Smith. You have Derrick Henry, this offensive line, backfield, it's all going to set up. Arthur Smith is handing it off to uh, Todd Downing here. So same kind of offense here for the Titans, and that's why I think Ryan Tannehill is uh, a guy we're going to watch there to go off. And Jalen Hurts, again, another undervalued guy we talked about. So Tannehill about status quo with where he stands here right now. Aaron Rodgers in that same boat. Brady, I think, is a little bit undervalued. Jalen Hurts, this one's a wild card. I think Jalen Hurts could live up the expectations. He is uh, dropping down a little bit, however, so keep that in mind. With Devonta Smith having an injury, that hurts a little bit. We're not sure how healthy Zach Hurts is. And Jalen Rieger might be his go-to guy. But Hurts gives you that running baseline. That's a hard person to evaluate here. Is he a deep sleeper? Is his uh, value going to go up any more than that number 11? Could he have a big year? Certainly. So he has a lot of upside, but you have to keep in mind the Smith injury and go from there. The last guy that rounds out uh, the top 12, which would be your starters in a 12-team league, obviously, is Matthew Stafford. Now, Stafford finished pretty low as a QB2 last year, around with Jared Goff, who he's, whom he's replacing. But Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, Tyler Higbee, 
You also have Van Jefferson, Deshaun Jackson. We talked a lot about him being a value here as well. So I think Stafford right now with the landscape of the where the Rams are, I think he's a little bit better of a sleeper. Also, you can get him a little later than Jalen Hurts at this point. So pretty close between Hurts and Stafford who can elevate maybe into that top six at quarterback. But certainly you're looking at Jalen Hurts having that possibility as well as Matthew Stafford. But Stafford uh, might be trending more for that uh, given that there's more things intact and reliable in the Rams offense versus the Eagles uh, transitioning Nick Sirianni. Quickly, we'll get to 13 and 14 here to tell you uh, these are starters in deeper leagues. Joe Burrow getting a lot of buzz here. Look, he's got great weapons. Jamar Chase, uh, Tyler Boyd, uh, T. Higgins, good tight ends. They're going to pass a lot. The defense is in transition. They're not going to rely on, on Joe Mixon. So Joe Burrow certainly is there to consider. And, uh, Someone that I think is rising. So Hertz and Stafford aside, Burrow might be the value that really shoots up here. So you're looking, lower you go, the lower, better value you're going to get potentially. And you'll have to weigh that in your draft. And finally, it's Matt Ryan. He's a guy, look, he's got Calvin Ridley and Kyle Pitts. But I think they're going to be more run-oriented with Arthur Smith. So a little bit of uh, change up there. And I think part of the reason I'm not totally sold now on Hertz and Ryan being the guys where Stafford and Burrow might... Get close to returning more on their investment here. So um, let's just uh, go and and look deeper at this position to find better values than Matt Ryan. So Joe Burrow could actually totally shoot up his value. Hurts a little bit in flux here with the Smith injury. Stafford, I think, a bit underrated. Herbert and Wilson uh, standing out as the most overrated here in the top 14 starters in standard to deeper leagues here in 2021. In our final segment, we'll look a little later uh, with uh, the quarterbacks here in the QB2 range that uh, could have a lot of value and exceed expectations and one you want to avoid here. We'll do that in our final segment. First, I have to tell you about betonline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is full swing in the second half, and you can track all the action at BetOnline. Get all the latest news, odds, and information for your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL with their futures there, and NFL right around the corner with preseason starting tonight with the Steelers and Cowboys and, of course, all your UFC MMA action. Before the next pitch, kickoff, big fight, head over to BetOnline or your laptop or mobile device to check out all the great sporting news, sign up bonus and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams continue to run for the postseason and start their journey in the NFL preseason. Head to the website or use a mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just enter the promo code Locked On. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. We'll be right back here to break down the sleepers and busts to look for from the QB2s here for value from the Fantasy Pros Expert Consensus Quarterback Rankings 2021. All right, to let us uh, continue to look at the Expert Consensus Rankings here at Quarterback, what we think is too high, too low. Now, it's the fun part here is digging deep beyond the top 14, which we just broke down in our first two segments. Two quarterbacks with the right kind of buzz here. And uh, we'll just play a game going down from uh, number 15. Uh, we'll take it down all the way to uh, number 32. Why, why not? Let's go through the top 32 here and uh, just give you the read on all these guys. So we'll do it rapid fire here. So Trevor Lawrence at number 15. I like him. I like the talent overall. But I think a little bit overrated with the numbers because I think they want to still be a running team there in Jacksonville. I do like the upside there with Trevor Lawrence, but 15 might be a little bit too aggressive. I think Kirk Cousins is just about right at number 16 here. It's the same good values around him with Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen 
and Dalvin Cook and Irv Smith. So very similar there. So a little bit better blueprint for Cousins that's known versus a bit of an unknown for Trevor Lawrence. Now, I think Baker Mayfield, however, is a guy that we talked about Matt Ryan at 14. I would see Baker Mayfield being up a few notches here. I mean, his wide receivers, Odell Beckham Jr., Jarvis Landry, are fully healthy. It's Donovan Peoples-Jones. You have Rashard Higgins. You got some new playmakers here deep at tight end. You got a great core of running backs here. This is a running team at heart, but I think the running baseline is going to help open things up. The defense is going to be better, and they might be winning more games. But Baker Mayfield should have a lot of confidence from last year's offense. So one guy that I think is a bit underrated is Mayfield. Lawrence a little overrated. Cousins just about right there in between. Number 18 is Tua Tagovailoa. This is overrated. I don't understand why it's pretty high at 18. I get the receivers are there. If you look at uh, Jalen Waddle and Will Fuller joining the mix, uh, Devontae Parker, Preston Williams, and Mike Gusecki. But there's a lot that Tua has to do to bridge this gap uh, there from uh, really learning a new offense yet again, uh, changing it to the co-offense coordinator system. They're left to be a lot to desire. So this is pretty aggressive to say he's going to come up to 18. So He's a guy that I'd rather avoid here. I think he's more in the 20s, and this is a reason why his ADP is in the 20s. I think the drafters have it more right with uh, Tua Tagola than the industry here. Ryan Fitzpatrick actually is a guy that I would consider more because you look at Ryan Fitzpatrick, he's actually going there in the 25 range. So Ryan Fitzpatrick is underrated. The weapons are just too good. Terry McLaurin. You got uh, Curtis Samuel, Logan Thomas, Adam Humphreys, uh, Diami Brown, the rookie, has some special abilities. Antonio Gibson. We know Fitzpatrick is going to feed the best playmakers on this team, and Washington has a lot of them. So Fitzpatrick, two us separated, different teams, Miami and Washington this year. Fitzpatrick underrated, Tavola well overrated here. Daniel Jones, he's a tough one because he's going 26th in average draft position. He's ranked 20th, so... There's definitely a disparity. I think that's why I've called him the biggest wild card here in the rankings. I like the weapons, but Kenny Galladay now has an injury that's popped up. Then that changes the landscape a little bit. Now you have Kadarius Tony, Sterling Shepard, looking at Darius Slayton, and then the two tight ends here, Evan Ingram and Kyle Rudolph. So there's a lot to like there. Daniel Jones is a good athlete and can produce that way as well, but are we totally sold on the talent of Daniel Jones returning the corner here with Saquon Barkley back in the mix? I'm not quite sure on that. So a bit of a wild card there. Ben Roethlisberger is the kind of quarterback I want to avoid. He's actually going earlier at number 20 versus his ranking here at 21. I'm not feeling it with Ben Roethlisberger as much. I get it. He's got the three elite receivers there, Deontay Johnson, Juju Smith-Schuster, and Chase Claypool. But this is going to be a more running team with Najee Harris. They want to get back to that. They were a super pass-happy team. They do not want to be that team this year. So Roethlisberger wasn't that great last year. Struggled with interceptions, of course, near the end of the season. He was wearing down. A lot of dinking and dunking. Not a lot of high return there with his big arm. So I'm going to avoid Roethlisberger, knowing that the Steelers are going to be running heavy. And I, even with that drop in the ranking, not too interested in him. Derek Carr, he's one of those guys I'm indifferent about, kind of like uh, Kirk Cousins. Uh, keep him in that uh, kind of same range. Yeah, he's got Darren Waller, but there's not much else here. Kenny Drake could help with Josh Jacobs and a weapon there, but... Do Henry Ruggs III and uh, Brian Edwards step up? The team still, I think, with John Gruden wants to be a running team. That's why they invested so much in Drake with Jacobs. So Carr kind of stays status quo. I think number 23 is interesting. Justin Fields, 
No guarantee he's going to start. The Bears have said Andy Dalton's a QB1. By the way, Andy Dalton is number 37, so big disparity here. Justin Fields is going 27th. I think the drafters have it right here. It's hard to draft a quarterback that early if you know he's not going to start right away. That's just the way you look at it. I know he has upside, but spoiler alert, I like another rookie quarterback who's not guaranteed to start at the start of the season with much greater upside at this point. I'll get to that. Sam Darnold, no. Not interested at all at number 24. I don't get it. He's 32 by the drafters right now he's got some decent weapons christian mccaffrey robbie anderson the reuniting with him for the jets and dj moore but just not buying it with sam darnold here so yeah i i, I just don't think he's that talented it's going to get the job done there's going to be better values there we thought teddy bridgewater might have some value that didn't work out so no 24 is way overrated i do not want sam darnold that high on my list the next one is uh trey lance and this is a guy that i think is underrated Versus Justin Fields. If I had to pick Lance and Fields, I'm not sure which one is going to start, who I want to stash. It is 100% Trey Lance. It's a much better offense overall. I think the Bears will be just more run-oriented. They don't really have a lot other than Darnell Mooney and Cole Komet after Allen Robinson. But look at the 49ers. A great running game. Helps Trey Lance. Great three receivers. Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel, George Kittle. Trey Lance, way more buzzworthy. And there's no universe where a starting Sam Darnold for me goes over a benched Trey Lance to start the season. So, yeah, that's not one thing I like right there at uh, 24 and 25. Number 26 is Zach Wilson getting higher on the list with a sneakiness here. I, I look at him, he's going 28th, but I think he's got some upside with those weapons. We know he's going to start right out of the gate in week one. You look at the weapons, Corey Davis, and now potentially a big role for Keelan Cole and Elijah Moore, then you still have Denzel Mims and Jameson Crowder in the tight ends if you want them. So Wilson's going to have up and downs. He's got some athletic baseline. So I would look at Wilson right now. If Wilson is starting and Fields looks like he's not going to start, you go that direction. But I would go Lance, Fields, Wilson more with this trio behind uh, Trevor Lawrence this year. And uh, look, if Trey Lance starts, there's a chance. If we know that, I think he has a chance to shoot up all the way ahead of uh, Trevor Lawrence as the fantasy football player among the rookie quarterbacks that I want to target most. Cam Newton, not interested at all. Number 27, this is going to be a run-heavy team. You're dependent a lot on his rushing touchdowns, but you have more potential with Damian Harris and Sonny Michelle and Ramondre Stevenson to run in those short touchdowns there as well. So it's hard. You might actually have Cam Newton pass more, which is not great, and we know that he may not hold the job all season wrong or Mac Jones. Jared Goff, no interest at all. The weapons are terrible other than TJ Hawkins. Hawkinson and DeAndre Swift. I don't see a lot of value from Jared Goff. I think he takes a lot of lumps, so he's a player I'm going to avoid, and uh, the industry has him going 31st or 28th in uh, ranking and 31st in ADP. Carson Wentz is quickly plummeting down the boards here. Yeah, if he's not available, it's really hard to go after a guy early in the season. There's a little bit of ambiguity if he's going to be available here. But, uh, yeah, Carson Wentz certainly is a player to avoid right now with the injury and durability factors because he could miss up to half a season. He could also just miss one week. But do you really want this player, if you're looking at a backup and you want some durability, I don't think so right now. So Carson Wentz you have to avoid until you get more clarity. Taysom Hill and Jameis Winston, you can't really do much about that. They're ranked right next to each other. So 30th and 31st, and their ADPs are 31 and or 29 and 30. So when you look at... That, I mean, that means we're toss-up. We don't know who, and we're not interested in either one because we think they'll toggle either way. If Winston starts, Hill will see some time. If Hill starts, Winston will see some time. We want to avoid this Saints situation. Two quarterback systems do not work in the NFL or in fantasy football. 
So again, yeah, the rest are like Jimmy Garoppolo, Teddy Bridgewater, Drew Locke. Deshaun Watson is in a void for now until you have some clarity that he's playing. There's too much ambiguity there. That, that's an interesting development there. Tyrant Taylor, by the way, is 36 right behind him. So everyone being careful. Right now, really, where he's going, Deshaun Watson, doesn't make any sense. He's going 16th off the board in average draft position. If Deshaun Watson is playing and you think he's playing and he's going to be on the Texans or any other team, he should be in the top 10. But... At this ambiguous situation, you can't just go halfway and dropping in value. You have to drop them down all the way at number 35. All right, there's a look here at uh, the quarterbacks you need to uh, keep track of here in uh, fantasy football and the expert consensus rankings right now. We'll check in a little bit closer as we get near our real fantasy football draft time uh, later this month. But we wanted to give you an update as we head into our first preseason games here on the quarterback ring. So we'll do this eventually for running backs, wide receivers, and tight ends. We're just going with the flow, see what's happening at camp. And it seemed like a good time to do the quarterbacks with the situations involving Rodgers, Watson, and Wentz. And a lot of buzz coming from camp for all these uh, rookie quarterbacks as well. Before we get out of here on this edition of Lockdown Fantasy Football, I've got to tell you about Locked on Bets. Betting on the NFL doesn't have to be a guessing game. If you're listening to the new Locked on Bets podcast, hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow Locked on Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag, wherever you get your podcasts. You can also follow us on the Lockdown Network for LOFF. This has been Mitty Iyer. Have a great day. See you next time as we continue breaking down what you need to know to dominate your fantasy football drafts in the preseason.